I'm Sarah. And we're here with a guest today. Guest. Coolest guest ever. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. Uh, my name is Father Rufino. I am a Franciscan friar TOR stationed at Franciscan University. Uh, I do a whole bunch of stuff. It's just easier for me to say I do campus ministry at Franciscan. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I uh, got to work with Ben uh, a little bit more than he probably wanted to this past year. And uh, no. yeah, but here we are. He invited me on, so let's do it. I guess you didn't kill it. Our relationship. That that's is, that's yeah. that's fair. I thought you meant. I just, I guess you didn't kill it in like your ministry. Like kill it in like the good way. Oh, and I was no, just like, no, wow, no, man, no, thanks, bro. No, all right, we're good. All. Uh, Father Rufino and I met through Tuesday praise when I played Cajon last semester, last year. That was a whole year. Flew by. Yeah, really did. Yes, it did. Yeah, which was also my first year at the university. So Ben was a part of like my first group that I worked with. Wow, which was awesome. Uh, which was awesome, and uh, yeah, got to uh, got to know him a little bit, and uh, got to tell him that he was more than somebody who just you know hit a box, which uh, was his <laughs> tagline. Is just like I was just like Ben, you can do more. He's like, I just hit a box. I was like, No, Ben, you do more than that. Stop that. Stop. <laughs> well, turns out I do more. <laughs> Thanks for the constant yeah. encouragement. <laughs> Here we are on a podcast. <laughs> Here we are. I do more than just hit a box. Um, Father Fino, what have you been up to since school's been out? Literally been all over the place. Um, it's, uh, so the summer for the Friars is a lot more laid back in certain ways, but because it's a lot more laid back, we actually kind of do a lot of different stuff. So I went on a mission trip for, um, a week and a half. I was in Ecuador. Whoa. Um, yeah, which was awesome because I, you know, being originally from Mexico, I, um, and still speaking Spanish, I actually got to go and have like, um, mass, um, actually <laughs> I had daily mass over there. That's a whole thing. But basically the priest who was there was just like, Hey, <laughs> you do it. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'm doing it. But <laughs> so I had like daily mass over there, uh, which was awesome. They had, I could go on and on about that trip, but it was a beautiful, beautiful trip. Um, they actually, one thing I will say um, it was like working with, with an orphanage, but they also had a shrine there with a statue mm-hmm. of the Blessed Mother that back in 1990 actually like physically cried like tears of blood. It was actually like a Whoa. miracle, which is really awesome. And wow. I got to celebrate <laughs> mass in the little crib church that they had that statue in, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. And also, you know, since this is the podcast for it, basically the Holy Spirit was kind of following me through the whole weekend. Or through the whole week, because it was just getting ready for the ascension and like Pentecost. Mm. And so all of the readings were like about Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit, which was really beautiful because I basically just preached on the Holy Spirit for like 10 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Dang it. I was yeah. just there. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, and then got to take some time at home. Um, I will be doing one of the conferences later this summer. So I had to shadow... Uh, for one of the youth conferences, um, what, what conference which is are you cool. Doing? I'm doing St. Paul. So I'll actually be, oh my yeah. Goodness, my brother's going to that. No one. way. Yeah. Cool. Tell him to introduce himself. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah, Minnesota? Yeah. I yeah. Think his youth group is going. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty pumped for that. That's going to be. So you're yeah, the so Father amazing. Dave of that conference. I yeah. So the role is technically called like the team priest. So I'll be I'll be team priest for that. Uh, or the team Father Dave. I, I well, like that. You team know, Father that's Dave. fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, um, no, team priest. But uh, <laughs> it's cool because I actually grew up like, and by growing up, I mean like 
in high school, I went to like a bunch of youth conferences and those priests for me in a lot of ways were like an inspiration of the priesthood and just like the priesthood being more than, I mean, I, I don't mean this as a knock on like the priests that I had, but I think the priesthood in a sense being a little bit about just, um, you could really preach and like really just impassioned Im- preaching and just impassioned like for the faith. And so those priests were like a huge, huge, mm. like, um, influence on me and like my priesthood in different ways. And so to get to do that, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about it. That's awesome. Yeah, so that would be yeah. cool. Have you been to Minnesota before? Last summer, actually, for a conference uh, as a TOR rep. So it's oh, just, nice. yeah, so that that role is a little different. It's basically we want to have friars representing the university at as many youth mm. conferences as we can. Okay. So I was at Rochester last year, which was cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, and sweet. I might be biased, but I do think it's the best state. And I'm Maybe from a little bit. Massachusetts, but now live in my family lives in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. And I do not think it's the best state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we fight about it a little bit, but it's kind of a source. We'll of have to get your input after you come <laughs> back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's totally gonna be on my side. <laughs> but I've never been to Massachusetts. I'm actually going this summer. So where are you? Yeah. When? I'm just, I'm literally from St. Paul. I'm driving through Chicago into Steubenville, then to New York. Um, I just wanted to do wow. a road trip to see like New England. And so That's I'm literally so just driving to New England. Oh. Do you have any um, stops? I, yeah. So I, I'm still kind of figuring that out. Um, but I want to go to Stockbridge mm. um, to see where like, you know, where the, uh, where the MICs are from, the Marians are from. Um, and then... Yeah, um, I, I have a couple students that I'll be seeing kind of on the way, mm. which will be fun. So, nice. yeah, I'm literally, like, driving through every state, which will be cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've done that trip many yeah. times, the Steubenville to Massachusetts. Yeah. There's, uh, I usually go up through New York mm-hmm. on the thruway. That's a beautiful drive. Um, I don't yeah. know which way you're going. but I have a brother that lives in Brooklyn, so I'm stopping oh, okay. by so and staying with him. I'm going through, okay. yeah, yeah, through the city. All right. Which is not... Yeah, not not good. <laughs> when you're trying to yeah. get home quickly. No, I did not go. <laughs> that to is the not city. the way to do it. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I yeah. upstate New York all the way. Yeah, um, yeah. I I grew up kind of near Stockbridge. Cool. Um, definitely a little further east. Um, yes, east. Yeah, Western Mass, but more east than okay. yeah, like 45 minutes from there. So that's cool. I've never been though. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I've driven through the town of Stockbridge, um, but I've never been to the like the Divine Mercy Shrine mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We had a friend on net. Um, my first, you know, she was Aoife O'Hagan, mm-hmm. um, like from Ireland, mm. crazy thick Irish accent, and she was like, yeah. say, with a name like Aoife, you better." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't understand her. I thought yeah. she was speaking in Irish, yeah. but it turns out it was just English. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she was like, yeah, I've, I've been to Massachusetts. I was like, great, where? And she was like, oh, I went to the shrine. I was like, so you, that was like her main stop mm-hmm. on like going to the United States. She was like, I want to go to the shrine. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I live 45 minutes, never been. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> didn't plan like initially to do it, but then I was thinking like, well, if I'm going to Massachusetts, why not go to Stockbridge? Like basically it's, it's like turned into going and visiting students but also into like a mini pilgrimage and going and visiting different churches mm-hmm. and stuff. So like, because yeah, yeah, I just figured it might be good to get some like retreat time in. Mm. So it's not necessarily a retreat as much as it's like, 
I'm going to different places and I'll be praying kind of my way through the road yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's be awesome. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, shall we get started with the juicy stuff? Yeah. Ooh. You ready? Yeah, let's We're do it. We're gonna grill you. Oh um, gosh. <laughs> so pretty much, we explain this to you, um, but so that the listeners. Also know is like by having people come on to the podcast, we're not going to try to be like other podcasts where it's like, oh, we just want to chat, um, but actually like dive deep into your personal experience. I mm-hmm. think personal testimony goes a really long way with mm-hmm. our relationship um, and with um, ministry in general like mm-hmm. that. For us on net, like that was something that was really big was like three minute testimony, mm-hmm. um, writing talks. And it's all about like not so much catechesis, but about personal experience because personal experience leads to catechesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to kind of talk to Father, if you know, about his relationship with the spirit, um, maybe how that's changed or grown um, specifically around worship. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how I first heard about Father Rufino. This is, I don't think I've told you this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So last August, um, we had RA training Mm -hmm. and we were in mass. And I remember being in mass and I remember hearing this crazy voice in the back leading, (laughs) singing at mass. And I was like, whoa, that voice is awesome. Like that person is like on fire with the spirit. And I was like, trying to be a good holy boy and didn't mm-hmm. turn around and look. And I was like, I'm just going to keep praying and all that. And then I, I it got to a point where I think it was the Eucharistic song, like during um, the distribution of Holy Communion. And I looked back and it was you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a friar on campus that sings and leads worship. What the heck? And then you ended up coming on to like uh, our training. Mm-hmm her talk in the morning about mm-hmm. prayer and you and you shared your kind of your testimony a little bit about worship um so that's kind of like all i really know about your mm-hmm. relationship with the spirit but like it was such an impactful thing was like for me was it's attractive to hear someone sing in the spirit mm-hmm. um and very much like confidently and skillfully mm-hmm. um so yeah that's kind of I just thought I'd throw that in there. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, my first impression of you just, like, being with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would actually love to hear more about, like, where, kind of, like, explain to everyone, like, where did that start? Like, where did you yeah. become a worship leader, if you will? <laughs> yeah, so, and I appreciate that. I um, So when I was, um, when I was in high school, uh, when I was actually starting high school, uh, some friends of mine invited me. Uh, the youth ministry that I was a part of actually had a weekly praise and worship um, that some friends kind of invited me. They had gone to World Youth Day and like came back and were just like, hey, we're going to go to this thing. You should come. I was like, all right, sure. And of course, classic I was the guy sitting in the back at first, like in the first like week or two, just hanging out and talking with my friends. And then all of a sudden I saw like people just being really passionate about like what they were singing about and just um, really going for it because the this praise thing actually was um was started by a franciscan alum who graduated here in 85 and it started this youth ministry and um it it was awesome but it was just basically like seeing people praise and little by little like i started to move up in the room mm-hmm. you know um and um and then you know 
I didn't even expect this, but just like throughout my freshman year, I started to really kind of like experience a conversion and praise being a huge part of that. Um, and just really starting to starting to pray and starting to grow um, in the Lord. But really like um, my friends kind of started to not come to youth ministry as much, but by the, you know, three quarters of the way in or two thirds of the way into my freshman year, I actually started singing for that weekly praise and worship. Um, so I was like 15 and singing for this, uh, for this like praise event every single week. And what I found within myself is that I, um, you know, I have a tendency to be a very, um, like my emotions are, are just kind of uh, now, obviously like praying in the spirit. It's not, it's not just, I think sometimes people try to boil it down, like, you know, can be very emotional. But, but the thing is like the way that I see it and I was, I was talking about this with somebody like, if, if your emotions are a huge part of your life in different ways, and if you find yourself as being like a very expressive person, being a very like outwardly type of expressive person, wouldn't it make sense for the Lord to want to engage you in that way? Mm. So I think for me, that was kind of like the beginning of that drawing in was this sense of the Lord kind of like knowing how to reach me and kind of using and using worship there to just be like, Hey, these words, these things that you're singing, um, this, I think, I mean, one thing that I said in that, in that talk that I gave with the, with the RAs last year was basically like how, you know, worship a lot of the times includes, you know, truths that we need to hear and sometimes hearing it and hearing it in, in praise and really like slowing down for a second and realizing what you're singing, you're recognizing those truths and you can't really ignore them. Um, so for me, like my whole conversion really to the faith. Now I grew up Catholic and everything, but at the same time, like, I guess my reversion as, as some people might call it, like, or like my going deeper in the faith, it was praise. Um, because it was really in the sense, in that sense, like the Lord engaging me in that way and recognizing like, Hey, I want to draw you near to myself. Well, how am I going to do it? I'm going to do it best by engaging you. Um, and by, helping you to see these, you know, the, the goodness, like my goodness, but also like your own goodness and just, um, yeah, how I want to like build in my relationship with you. So, um, so that was in high school. And then, you know, as my friends weren't coming to this anymore, um, I, well, I was just, you know, it, it was a big part of my life at that point. So mm -hmm. I, for all four years, I kind of sang for that. Um, and, it um and even like my coming to Franciscan um, as a student because I did go here for undergrad, um, it was even it was even in that I was kind of like I didn't really have that at the place where I was in Mexico. I went back to Mexico for my freshman year. I didn't have that. And one night I was kind of like you know I was having a hard time there, and that's a whole story in and of itself, honestly, <laughs> that I could go on for for a bit. But basically, I was just one night just saying to the Lord like. I was doing some praise in my room and I was like, Lord, this isn't, I, I just, I, I need somewhere that that's going to draw me, you know? Um, and it's going to help like to push me and everything. And, and really in praise and remembering my experience from the conferences, remembering my experience from like that weekly praise and worship and how like I had heard about Franciscan university and that being a big element of the university. Um, it really kind of drew me to, to wanting to seek it out more. Um, and to 
So literally that very next day, I texted my parents and I just said, hey, I'm applying to Franciscan University. Like <laughs> it's the only school I applied to, uh, to transfer. I knew that that's, I knew that I wasn't supposed to stay there. I just said, okay, let's go. Um, but as far as a worship, as far as like leading worship and stuff goes, honestly, in a lot of ways, like throughout my life, I was not necessarily a worship leader as much as I sang for worship. I was a, I was a worship musician. Mm. Um, and little by little, um, when I was in seminary, there was another friar who was in my class who had led worship. Um, he, uh, came from like an SPO type of a background. His brother actually was, was in net. Um, but also had like SPO. Um, I forget what they had like, uh, um, like this retreat that he went on. It was really big into worship. And, um, and so he led worship, like me and him would like sing together and whatever, but he was always the worship leader. Um, and little by little, I was like, you know, I, I would, I would sing with him. And, but at different points, um, I started to organize this like group of friars and group, a group of friars, like TORs and some Capuchins who would like do worship together. And so, but the thing for me with worship was I always felt like I had to talk and kind of didn't let, it's almost like I always felt like I had to exhort a little bit too much. And so I wouldn't let the worship just sit. Um, mm -hmm. And I wouldn't let like, you know, either silence or even the free praise go, you know, yeah. I felt like I always had to fill that. Um, and, but little by little, I don't know. It was actually even in coming back to Franciscan and doing ministry of Franciscan as a priest, I, I'd like would lead music for mass. And that for me was very natural because that's like, you know, because I also, along with singing for this weekly praise and worship, I also sang for like a praise mass um, from when I was like 15. Um, and so praise has always been a big part of my life, but growing as a worship leader, that's happened more in the last, you know, and uh, kind of in the last year in just recognizing like, Lord, this is your time. This is your time to speak. If like, if you want me to speak, if you draw me to that, okay, praise God, I'm not afraid to do that by any means. But at the same time, like, you know, let's let the, you know, the silence sit. Let's let like the free praise sit, you know, and, and let's be okay with staying in that. Because I feel like a lot of the times the Lord is going to do so much more with that than sometimes th than he might do with my, with my words in worship. Because the, because he's going to speak more. I mean, it's like with, um, oh my gosh, um, the, he came in and, and gave a talk on healing this year. Um, Bob Schutz. Bob Schutz. Dr. Bob Schutz. I wasn't there. Um, it was the one time I missed it. playing home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dr. Bob Schutz came in and he talked about healing happening in worship. And like, and I think like for me to feel like I have to fill that, fill that space with, you know, now sometimes is there, there, there's definitely a place for it. And I, you know, presided holy hours and stuff and, have to exhort people and especially to like step outside of themselves and stuff and, and to be open to praise and everything. But like most of the time the Lord kind of takes care of that. And so, um, so I've had to grow a lot in just like, all right, Lord, I'm going to let you do the work. You're going to do the heavy lifting. All I have to do is like, you know, um, is just lead the music and yeah. What um, are those words by St. Francis? Uh, preach the gospel when necessary. These words. Yeah. And just like the Lord's going to work. Um, and I, and I trust that, 
um, yeah. If you discerned, if you discerned like your, like what you're playing well, um, you know, and even and even if you didn't like, can you still trust that the Lord is going to speak? You know, is going to speak to the hearts of people, even if it's not necessarily through you. So, um, just kind of letting go, I guess, in a lot of different ways, and not feeling like you have to control it. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, can you, there were like bits and pieces that you shared throughout mm. your story with this, but can you speak into your personal relationship with the spirit? And like, has that always yeah. been central in your life? Has that like, did that develop at any point? Like, what does that aspect of things look like? Yeah. So it's interesting because when I saw this question, I was kind of like thinking, you know, um, what does that look like? Um, and honestly, I'm still not sure. I think in I think in different ways that relationship with the Holy Spirit is very um, the way that I've seen it very present in my life is in the sense that like I'm not usually the person that will like if if there's something that comes up um, as far as like even big decisions in my life like with discernment, basically you know with discerning like my vocation. Um, to the priesthood and religious life. It basically, I was, you know, uh, like I had started discerning again towards the end of my, towards the end of like my time uh, at Franciscan. And I was talking to somebody and like, I was just like, well, this is kind of where I'm at. And he says, well, I feel like the only way that you can develop more in this is like by seeing, you know, by like going into it. And I was like, you're right. Um, and I didn't really question it, you know? And even with discerning like the TORs, it was just very much like um, I went on a come and see visit and I was there and somebody was asking me, how do you feel about it? I was like, I feel really good. I feel very, you know, a lot of peace in this. Um, but I feel like I should visit other communities. And the other person to me and just said to me, like, why, if you're feeling peace about it, like, why do you feel like you have to go visit other communities? And I just said to him, you're right. You're completely <laughs> right. Like, this is where I feel at home. And, uh, the Lord's confirmed it and reconfirmed it, you know? Mm. Um, so I think part of, I think what I realized within myself, even with like going to school in Mexico or coming to, or coming to Franciscan, like in different ways, I guess the way that I see it is, Lord, if I believe that you can do anything, if I believe that you can bring, like bring something out of anything, I trust that you are going to move mm. with the different ways in which I see you leading. If that makes sense. Like, and so with the Holy Spirit, it really is, the Holy Spirit is that movement. Um, and so for myself, it's very, it's been very much like, Lord, I see you moving in these ways. Um, and if by any chance, and, and I, and I, and I see that peace. Um, now I do think it's good to check your discernment. And I, th I think this is one of the things that I've learned as I've grown a little bit is like, that it's good for me to check my discernment um, with other people. And, like, I, I am a very, very big advocate of discerning, like, um, of communal discernment um, because I think that sometimes there may be different things that are coming up that, like, you might not necessarily recognize where some of your, like, emotional life or different things that are going on within you might be affecting um, different things. And so... So I'm very, very big into like communal discernment and checking my discernment and stuff. But at the same time, like if I feel a lot of peace towards something, um, like 
the way that I see it is why am I going to waste my time? You know, um, like if I feel you moving this way, you know, um, and that's kind of been very much like my life. So I guess in, in my, in my like relationship with the Holy Spirit, it's like, I, I, you know, some that kind of came up this past semester was just the phrase, like, I know it's always, you know, and I am very much stealing this from like divine mercy with the Jesus, I trust in you. But for me, it's been very much like, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. And that's kind of been like my prayer a little bit sometimes is like, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. I trust that you will move and I trust that you have moved mm-hmm. um, and that you, you know, that you are moving, I guess. Um, and um, yeah, but I, I'm not, <laughs> I overthink in different points in my life, <laughs> but, in, but in certain ways, like not at all. I just, the way that I see it is just like, all right, Lord, if you're moving, I trust that you'll do something with this. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, I really liked what you were saying about, like, communal discernment. Um, like, I know that on Tuesday Praise, like, we had discernment team, mm-hmm. um, and you guys would, like, discern words that were coming in. I think that that's, like, such a beautiful way. Like, there's so many times in my life personally that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who the Holy Spirit is. I know how he's moving. And then someone will say, like... I was on the phone today with my youth group leader, um, and she was like, uh, I was telling her all about Inflame, and she was like, you released a song, like, I showed it to all the youth group, and like, all this kind of stuff, and I was like, yeah, it's also hard, and like, it's crazy, and she was like, well, don't you remember the words that my dad prayed with you two years ago? And I was like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was like, no, he told you that you were going to move into something greater than just leading praise at at youth group mm-hmm. and I was like oh my goodness like I didn't I couldn't have told you that but mm-hmm. it was like by her speaking words over me by her yeah. being like oh no I was there like this is what actually where the spirit wants you like Ben mm-hmm. like listen trust in him mm-hmm. um, yeah I think communal discernment is beautiful um, yeah and like on in flame like that's one of our pillars community it's like that's very much so like the the, uh, the aspect of the body mm-hmm. um which I think can sometimes be overused, but also is a really good analogy of just like, yeah, sometimes you being a foot don't pick up on things that the hand picks up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, even I can even talk about like certain, certain things from like praise this year. Like there would be different times that um, I would just be like, all right, Lord, are you trying to say something? Um, and because what my role is very like, I'm defined, honestly. It's basically <laughs> just to, like, make sure everything is going okay and, and like, keeping, you know, uh, yeah, kind of keeping it going in different ways. But, like, what I kind of started to see my role as, it's, like, all right, can I um, – and it's 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 very much like a mentorship type of role, but in different ways. Like, I was, all right, during the night, what does it look like? And so it's very much, like, working with the MCs um, and working with, uh, with the discernment team and just seeing, like – where do we need to exhort? Where do we need to kind of grow in that? And where do we need to like go? Um, and like, where's the body at basically? Um, and there was one night that, um, that all of a sudden, you know, it's just like, all right, Lord, is there like a word? Is there a word like that? Um, like, you know, that you have for kind of for, for, for your people tonight. And I remember the word being like victory. Um, and the funny thing is, this was like, I didn't know the song Defender at that point. <laughs> and we were at the beginning of the song Defender, 
which is literally that's that's what it's about. <laughs> but like, but I was just kind of like, um, I was like, well, I'm just kind of getting this word victory, and I go to Anna Fry, who was you know who was like head of you know discernment team. And I was just like, Anna, this is what I'm getting. Like, you know, just like the word victory is coming and kind of coming up. And I found like a scripture verse that kind of went along with it, but I didn't like feel super great about it. And then I brought it to her and she just said, actually, and she showed me literally what she was praying with. And it was, it was like, it was exactly kind of like what I felt the Lord like speaking. And we were like, okay, well, how are we going to speak this to the body? And then all of a sudden, you know, we like heard the song, we like listened to what like everybody was singing. And then I think at one point, either um, one of you guys on music team might have like exhorted the body about something like basically it was exactly what we were praying with. <laughs> and it was just very much like there was no physical communication that happened. But all of a sudden, like, you know, Anna and I just looked at each other and we started laughing <laughs> because it was just very much like what we had been praying with, like the exact thing that we had been praying with. Um, and it's it's really it's hilarious how that happens sometimes. <laughs> but you're just there like, all right, Lord, well, I clearly didn't do anything with that. <laughs> like that was <laughs> you did something there. And I. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. But it's really, really interesting how the Lord will all of a sudden like, and that happened multiple times throughout the year that we just, whether music team did something with it and that, and that did um, actually, this is where I knew, like, this is where I was saying, Ben, you don't just hit a box. Okay. Because, because it would just happen at different points that I would be praying with something with the MCs and with uh, discernment team. And all of a sudden, like the thing that, you know, a music team would be going into different things. Um, and I, afterwards I'd be like, Hey, you guys did this. And we had literally just been praying with that. And I would say to, to Katie or to Joe, it's like, Hey, that was, that was amazing. Like I, you know, um, just how that, how that happened. And they were just like, Oh, that was Ben. Ben was like, Ben kind of discerned that and just like, yeah. was just like telling <laughs> us like sense. where we needed to move. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, it was just, uh, yeah. So it's really, it's really interesting just to see how the Lord moves and sometimes like how much he can, communicate different things to different people um and you're just like all right lord that was you um yeah there's no other explanation no it's like seriously. either that or we're superheroes <laughs> one or the other and i think that jesus is more likely than me being a superhero yeah very much so um that's nothing personal nothing personal and i see your face no yeah yeah uh, it's nothing personal i, got, no. I guess i gotta hit the gym more <laughs> yeah oh my goodness yeah well, um, yeah, you kind of talked about uh, that relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, and we we kind of we did touch on on worship, but like, uh, how would you say those two things are linked um, in your life? So like outside of worship, but also in worship. Um, mm -hmm. How does what does that look like? Yeah, so a little bit, I, I guess. I never, in, in certain ways, I never really talked about my discernment or like my relationship with the Holy Spirit. I more talked about experiences like that. But, um, but I guess my, you know, just circling back and I, and I will kind yeah. of answer that question <laughs> again, but like, um, my relationship with the Holy Spirit has been very much like, um, that's where I feel like the Lord has really been telling me to like, look, trust 
trust that I'm moving, trust that I am. And, and with the Holy Spirit, it's very much like, Lord, I, 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 I trust in your movement. And, um, and there's this sense of, um, if you've given me peace before in these things, I trust that you will again. Um, and that's also where, like, I really feel the Lord kind of saying, like, okay, but listen to me then. You know, um, you know what it's like when I'm moving, and you also know what it's like when I'm not. And But sometimes I feel like we try to pressure ourselves to think that, like, no, but he should be moving in this way. It's like, well, do we get to control that? We don't. But at the same time, he should be moving in this way, but clearly he's not, and we know that he's not, but we're, like, trying to force it. Um, and so, you know, that's where, again, the Lord is just like, no, but you know that I'm not moving in that way. Um, so why are you trying to force this? So, so I guess it's just, um, with like outside of worship, it's very much for me, um, you know, like for example, even with discerning, like the, for the, for the ministry team for this upcoming year for Tuesday night worship, like it, um, in different ways, I tried to talk my way around different people and the people that I didn't try to talk my way around those were the people that we ended up picking because at different points and in conversations with different people, those would be people that, and I hope that they're not listening, you know, but like, um, but those were the people that for me, I was just like, they weren't necessarily the first people I thought of. Um, but in a lot of ways, like they were the, they were the people that I really like that I felt like as I was really like kind of, praying about it like they were the names that really to me were just no that person you know Mm. and even if I didn't know them and that's the thing like for some of these people Mm. I didn't know that well but it's just like um like I mean and yeah for some of these people didn't know that well but I just like in talking to them I just got this sense about them and I was just like no I think these are the people but for somebody else they might say but like you literally just met them like a month ago and you're entrusting this ministry to them. It's like, yeah, but I just, I don't know. It's just something, I just have this sense about it. Um, and like when there might be like that temptation, it kind of cast out. I'm also like, no, but this is the reason. And like now I know like the reasons why. And and then I also checked my discernment with other people. And I was just like, hey, these are the names that are coming up. What do you think about it? And the ones that I felt like more clearly about those are the ones that, like, when I talk to others about them, they're just like, no, absolutely, that person is so solid. Or, yes, that makes so much more sense. That makes so much sense. Where we'd been talking circles around other names, mm-hmm. you know, and, but all of a sudden it became, it became clear. So, so I guess, um, you know, it's, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's trusting in a movement um, and, like, then in checking my discernment and realizing, nope, that there's something there. Um, and uh, now, yeah, I don't know. Um, and even with my decisions to like, you know, with the decisions that are big decisions in my life that, I, that I've made with seemingly no thought, it's just like, are you just the kind of person that you just don't think about things? No, I do. But like, if I feel that movement, you know, um, and if there's some sense of peace, like, 
why am I going to waste my time like just questioning it over and over and over again from 20 different angles when like, I don't know, it just, uh, it just, I'm not saying that other people waste their time, but I feel like I'd be wasting my time mm. if I did, you know? Um, but I also don't expect other people to, to act in the same way. I don't expect other people to act in the same way. And, and I'm very much like, and I will very much like talk with people through stuff and, and like, yeah, but, uh, I don't know. Do you have any advice in general? It could be about mm -hmm. anything, um, but just advice about the spirit and like how to grow mm -hmm. in a relationship with him. Yeah. Um, I think more than anything, you know, we've been kind of talking about this and in, in certain ways, it's just like, I don't know, trust in his movement, you know? Um, and like, this is where, you know, if you see, if you, you know, if the Lord is giving you peace about something, definitely, I, I do encourage people, like, check it, you know, check it with other people, um, because, you know, yeah, check it with other people, but at the same time, um, and, and make sure that, like, okay, you know, am I just doing something, like, yeah, I don't know, check it with other people, but I think, but I think at the same time, like, you know, um, trust that the Lord is moving, and he might be moving in a completely different way than what I just described. Um, but, like, I think sometimes people just want to question everything. And sometimes people might, like, kind of paralyze themselves, you know, um, and just think that every decision that they make has to be exactly right. But at the same time, like, if we trust that the Lord can kind of move and work in anything, um, then let's actually hold to that, you know. Um, that we're not big enough to like screw up what the Lord wants within us. And so um, that, yeah, if he, if he's going to move um, and if he's, and if he can like bring, if he can bring good out of any, out of anything, then like, all right, Lord, I'll me to trust. And like, um, yeah, to know that you're moving in this and that you will kind of move in this. So um, I guess that's what I would say, which is kind of, I don't know. I don't know if that's unclear for people, but <laughs> yeah. It makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. It's solid. <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, as you were speaking about all of this stuff, like mm -hmm. it, I don't know the phrase like Jesus, I trust in you. I've never been able to connect with that because like for me, Jesus is like, yeah, I like, I tr like it feels automatic that like mm -hmm. he's the one that I do trust the most. If that makes sense. And it's the spirit that's like, I don't know it's what It's unpredictable. Doing. The yeah. Holy Spirit is unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. And you can't control him. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's that's that sense of like, all right, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So like just trusting in that movement. And yeah, it's solid. I'm definitely, I need to sit with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Father. Yeah, I yeah. really appreciate you guys. You come at you. Well, you too, Sarah. <laughs> You're but welcome. You had to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, of course. And I just, uh, I think for me, you know, part of the reason why, like, and even part of the reason why I wanted to, you know, um, yeah, why I appreciated, like, what you guys were doing with the podcast, but also with, like, Inflame is that in different ways, like, um, you know, people want to grow, uh, people want to grow in the Holy Spirit. And the thing is, like, sometimes we, we want this, like, desire to control it. But sometimes things just kind of come about naturally. Um, and so, 
you know, it, uh, it made it so that like, you know, for, for me with like, okay, well, how can I like go more into the gifts and maybe go into different things? Like, I was just like, okay, well, Inflame is already kind of like getting started and going with this. And, um, and it, um, yeah, it's, it was, I've only been able to stop by the one time because you guys have your worship <laughs> nights literally when I'm meeting with my core team, uh, for <laughs> Tuesday night phrase, but like, and then usually I have way too many things going on but um, we'll send you the schedule this, this i know semester. we'll I have know. to schedule it together yeah and i'm like <laughs> you can schedule around yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um but but no praise god this has been uh i've appreciated like the night that i did get to go um was honestly just a very healing night for me with like the gift of tongues and stuff and mm-hmm. um and i think um in a lot of different ways um yeah this this can really kind of uh it's it it does things in a very accessible way and so thank you guys for that um i'm excited to see kind of what more it continues to become and um yeah yeah and to just get to see it grow so yeah we're excited too yeah Yeah. lots of fun things coming up as well so thank you father awesome well we'll talk to you guys next time say goodbye father if you know Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.